0: everyone, welcome back to the Body Curls podcast. We are two natural beauties talking relationships between self, life and everything in between. I'm Rihanna,
1: aka Roland and I'm the bald goddess.
0: On today's episode we have Joella, thank you for coming on to the show.
2: Yay! Yay. <laughs> <I'm> excited. Yes <laughs> you are two natural beauties, yes! Yeah. <laughs> <right>. Own it! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Before we get into today's topic, could you tell us a bit about who you are in your own words?
2: Okay, Um, I'm a presenter. Mainly people know me as being a presenter. I'm also an actor. That's actually how I got into it. And a writer. And just like a self-love, self-care, authenticity advocate. (laughs) 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 But yes, that, that is I. That's what, that's me
0: so with that being said you definitely Mm. owned what you just said indeed you seem so confident especially just as your own person as you said as a presenter and also through your personal style which is something that we both resonate with we've both dabbled in that area and I guess as we've gotten older we've really honed into our personal style and what it means to express yourself and Mm. sometimes I think um It can be looked over how much fashion and your personal style can really represent who you are. Mm. And so we wanted to ask you how embracing your style and expressing yourself through fashion helped you learn more about yourself.
1: Mm.
2: Do you know what? It's been such a journey in terms of style because like I remember being young and always looking to my older sister thinking like, is she gonna like this? Like I before I even used to purchase certain things, I used to kind of be like, Is she is my is my older sis gonna like like this is she gonna cuss it and i kind of used to base my decisions based on that and mm. that's why it's a journey because now no one could tell me nothing mm. like when it comes to fashion the louder it is the you know i'm not like crazy with it but i i can be crazy with it and i like to be a little more out there as well like with colors as you can see but um it's it's, it's interesting as well like even in like past relationships and stuff like I used fashion to kind of rebel against um, (laughs) standards and stereotypes and like certain ideas of what that other person may have put placed on me Mm. like even my love for trainers for instance Mm. I was Mm. in a relationship where my partner loved for me to wear heels Mm. and growing up in Brooklyn I've always loved like streetwear anyway I know in London we've got a huge streetwear culture anyway but Mm -hmm. I love that always loved trainers and then I kind of went into someone that totally wasn't me and then just done a 180 and just rebelled against all of that I haven't worn heels for mm. a very long time. Not saying I don't like it because sometimes it's nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sometimes you got to show them like length and that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I used it like as a tool to to rebel and to kind of, you know, just assert myself mm-hmm. and kind of hold on to some kind of individuality for myself rather than just like agreeing to what someone else wanted for me as as I did in the past so fashion and self expression is a huge thing for me even down to me like doing my nails now there was a time (laughs) where I stopped doing anything to my nails because I just I just didn't want to conform to what society told me I should do just because I'm a female. Mm. Now I'm like out of that. And I'm like, actually, I like it. Exactly. I'm not, doing it my nails. I'm not doing it for anyone else. So it's about knowing like who you're doing it for as well. Mm. So yeah, to answer your question, it's such a journey and it speaks directly to who I am and really what I represent.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. I
0: definitely resonate with that because I think Susan and I, we love to do our nails as well. Yeah. I'm someone that if my nails aren't done, people that are very close to me are like, are you okay? okay?" Yeah. (laughs) Because it's so (laughs) unlike me. Yeah. Yeah, it's so unlike me to not have them done. Mm. And I get what you're saying about trainers as well because I I don't even know how many trainers I have. It's just out of control. And I have definitely been someone that... Um, you know I've always been seen as quite a tomboy when I used to dress a certain way wearing oversized clothes and it's only recently that people have really women especially have embraced wearing oversized outfits but before it wasn't a thing so everyone just used to be like but you're a girl why are you wearing this like why can't you wear things that fit you and having to explain that just becomes law. and Susan I know you can relate to that as well
1: yeah I can because like I grew up in in a tomboyish kind of environment I grew up with mostly men back home in Nigeria and it took me a while to also learn to differentiate between you know growing up being influenced by my environment and truly tap into myself and choosing a, a way uh a unique way to tap into myself and express myself i wanted to ask you you sound and you seem very confident and i was listening to one of your i think igtv and you were talking about confidence and how there was a certain period where you were not able to you were not able to see good in yourself so you were like saying like the negative things you're just picking on negative things on yourself and then you mentioned a part where you decided to start speaking life into yourself we wanted to know how did you realize that bit and how did you choose to shift into speaking life more into yourself and how it brought more confidence in you
2: yeah honestly like when i look back i really i don't know how like the shift came upon i've just always been someone that's really like been quite self-aware maybe too critical at times where that's where the talking bad about myself and to myself would come in because I'm way too critical or I was way too critical Mm. um I just think it was just a process of like slowly changing like my habits and like some of the people that I was around and Mm. like I've always been quite an intuitive person Mm -hmm. so and I feel vibes like I could walk into a room I know you probably heard loads of people say this I feel like we all have this ability by the way I just think a lot of us just totally ignore it so I've always been in the way where I've been in touched where I can walk into a room and I can just feel the vibe and I know if something's right if energy's off or if like it's a good vibe and these are like good people in, in a good place. Not necessarily good people because I don't like to judge like, oh, you're a bad person or you're a good person. More so, are you in a good place right now? Are you in a bad place? Because I'm sure I've had some instances, a couple instances in my life where <laughs> someone might be like, we don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a bad day. Like it was just, I hated yeah. myself that day, you know? And that's why you didn't like me because I was projecting that.
0: Mm.
2: But I've really like... I've been into, uh, into prayer a lot, into meditation. Like it's so important, like it's so simple, but it's so important to just breathe. Like I know it's simple, but we shallow breathe so much for our day. Mm. And I feel like our intuition and our gut is, directly related to our breath so if we don't take the time out and it doesn't have to be a hour meditation or it doesn't even have to be a full meditation in the day i'm just talking about when you're going through your daily routine or whatever you're doing actually just breathing and i feel like you listen to yourself a lot more Mm. through that but i've been in like some really like traumatic situations in all honesty like certain family stuff certain relationship stuff i was in relationships that like overlapped from when I was like 17 I would not advise of that behavior (laughs) (laughs) but I was just aware that I was looking for something to like fill whatever void I had at the time you know I was looking for stability Mm. and for comfort and so I stayed in in really unhealthy situations and I think that definitely played a part in how I thought about myself because I also felt like I was living a lie for a really long time like even before like in all I'm not going to blame it on my relationships but just for me within myself you know I knew my intuition was telling me that this wasn't right and I stayed in that situation so when I broke free from like the constant negative thinking. Again, it was a process. I read certain books. I started like listening to myself, like actually listening to what I'm saying to myself Mm. and, um, and slowly, but surely like I've gotten into a place where I believe I fully believe in myself. And that really did take a long time. I had so many doubts, but now like I fully believe in my source and I'm, I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> yes,
2: that's that's sorry beautiful.
1: if that was a waffle, but no, it's a waffle. Absolutely, no, absolutely, no, absolutely, no. I think but it's important
0: to sort of convey that message because a lot of what we need in life it comes from within us, like you said. And I think we're constantly looking for things externally, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you do have voids to fill. You just, we just, it's just society. So often we look into society and think, okay. I need a job to do this. I need X, Y, Z to do this, but does it actually serve yourself? And I think when you always go back to the core and who you are, if it serves you, you'll know, like you said, your gut and intuition really comes into play. And I sort of resonate with you so much about breath work because it's something that Susan and I, she actually did with me yesterday. Um, it's been I don't know it's just been a weird time like the year's been weird everything's been off and I think for me personally without you know getting into it too deeply just feeling so overwhelmed to a point where you actually feel like you can't breathe and you're having anxiety and you're just there and you're like what do you do because then when you start to notice it it becomes uncontrollable and you're like like I can't even catch my breath now what am I going to do And so when you said just breathing and really incorporating that and we do so much shallow breath work, as soon as you even mention the word breathing, at least for us, we think it's just intuitively, you start to pay attention. Exactly.
2: Even now you're saying it, I'm making sure that I'm breathing. Yeah. And (laughs) it it
0: makes you feel good because you breathe in and it just brings you a sense of calmness. And I think when you move with calmness and serenity in your life, nothing can go wrong because you're exuding such an energy where it's like, you're on a higher frequency, so nothing can phase you. And I think sometimes for anyone listening, if you do find yourself in a situation where you are feeling overwhelmed, just take three breaths, no matter where you are. If you're at home, public transport, on a phone call, on a Zoom, and you're panicking a little bit, bring it back to your breath and you'll really see how much of a difference it makes in just your ability to calm down and really just take a minute because sometimes we think oh we don't have time like like you said meditation for some people can take too long and we find excuses for different things and also not everything works the same way for others but I think if you take it back to three breaths it can really make such a difference to your day.
2: I agree a 100% I agree it's- it's like it's been life-changing for Mm -hmm. me honestly and it proper just centers you doesn't it Mm. like you were saying that it it makes you calm it centers you and then when you realize like what you've been thinking the kind of thought processes then you can also link that into certain things that's been happening in your in your life like i feel Mm. like manifestation is a real thing and Mm -hmm. it's all good saying like oh think positive think positive but if you don't believe that Mm -hmm. then you're gonna get whatever you believe so if you believe that you're you're gonna flop at this audition or you're not worthy of certain things and that is the kind of frequency that you're operating on so it's really about believing that you're worthy and capable of any and everything that you that you ever want to do really
1: oh that's beautiful that's really beautiful (laughs) it's i i just i just love when um i see um women you know, women just having this confidence in themselves and not allowing external factors or external, I don't know, like other women, you know, yeah. take that mm-hmm. beauty away from them because like, I'm just looking at you and I'm like, wow, your energy is just it, you know, and I'm just like, but in order for it to be this way, you have to do, you have to do some work, <laughs> you know, you just, yeah. You, you just didn't wake up, you know. You just didn't wake up and be like, Oh, yeah, I got it under control. And I'm pretty sure you're still doing some sort of work to reground oh, yourself because I feel mm. like a lot of people think that you know you work to a certain point and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? it's a constant and-
2: thing, it's a spiritual thing as well. Mm. Like, and you, it doesn't have to be like you believe in God or you follow a religion. Mm. I mean, like within yourself, you know, it really is that. And in industry, I mean, and just in society, forget the industry, they pit women against each other so often is actually disgusting to Mm. a point that like us as women are buying into it. And we're looking at each other as competition rather than my sister. Yeah. Mm. Someone I can be inspired by and learn from. And trust me, I still get moments where I'm like, Oh, like I didn't get that. Or Mm. I went for an audition and my sister, presenter sister, got it and I didn't get it. Like Mm. sometimes you do feel like, oh, like what's wrong with me? How come I didn't get it? But then that's why I say it's spiritual because it's about looking into yourself and understanding and having faith that what's for you is going to be for you. What's for this person is going to be for them. And you need to see it as more of an inspiration rather than competition like there's enough for all of us and then just to take it a step further like we are in the matrix Mm -hmm. right now okay Um, we are just souls living a human existence So we can't allow all <laughs> stuff to dictate us, like and our worth and how we feel about ourselves. It's all a distraction.
1: Ashay, Ashay, I I just love this. Like I swear, you just basically if Rihanna is smiling because I'm pretty sure she <laughs> understands why I'm so happy right now. I just feel so blessed to be in your presence because, like, oh, no, no, Honestly, no, for real, for real, no. you're just oozing out this beautiful energy and. Mm you're empowering us at least i will speak for myself like this is so empowering to be able to see and feel your energy you know like just self-empowerment we're we are literally a spirit having a human experience and there's no one that can help you but yourself you need to dive within yourself and know yourself and follow your truth express your truth in order for you to experience this human experience you know but um just so it's it's so beautiful to witness i'm so and i want to
0: say that we're able to have this conversation because like joella said you know us three i don't want to speak for you because we just met you but based on what you just said
2: speak for me it's fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) you did it you don't give into your ego because you mentioned you know having moments where you feel like your presenter sister may get certain opportunities and you don't and you could really allow yourself to feed your ego and Harness that energy in a completely different way, but instead you actively choose and have the awareness to think, no, what's meant for me will come, and, and that is her opportunity, and that is her time. Same way we're having this conversation now, and you know, we, it didn't have to be this way because we we just started doing our podcast. So many people can look at our page or whatever and think, oh, they're just they're just there. That no, you, do you get what I'm saying, and yeah. that is why it makes such a difference when you. Think about who you carry around yourself the words that you speak and you are your own limit we could easily say no we're not going to reach out to this person because they're of a certain stature but yeah you are blocking yourself you you can reach out to whoever you want to and it's their um choice whether they say yes or no and you're not going to know until you try and i think it's it's really nice that you see yourself in that light because like Susan said it isn't an overnight process and anyone listening if you are going through it just have faith that it will work out but as much as you try that Mm. same effort will come tenfold if you keep trying
2: yeah and and carrying that energy like that good-hearted energy around like you mentioned ego earlier on I feel like there's the same way like there's good and bad i don't mm. i don't really believe in good or bad this is like a new thing for me right that i've been mm. kind of delving into because there's different extremes of each thing like mm-hmm. i'm bad if i kill someone but then i'm good if i kill someone because i'm defending a child or something mm. do you know what i mean so yeah. what i realized there's love and there's ego Right? and if you do things out of love then that's the good and if you do things out of evil um, out of ego then that's the that's the evil part of it like that's mm-hmm. the bad do you know what I mean and anytime I have had any of those feelings like I just feel like it's just practice to just remind myself again that I'm in a matrix and also just that to be content like with what I do have now and to mm. breathe through it and be happy that I've been blessed with so many different things. And you know, what's mad is that even since that, what I was saying, like my presenter system might get something or whatever mm. it was like a couple months ago, I've had so many opportunities since then, since I was just like, no, like, cause I'm really happy for mm. this person. I'm so happy. Like, it's just my own ego where I feel like, oh, you know, what's wrong with me? It's not about me. And, and I noticed that like, even with some of my friendship circles as well, like sometimes I might feel like, oh, my friend's supposed to be there for me because I'm going through a hard time or she knows that this date was a really important date for me and she hasn't checked up on me to make sure I'm okay. But actually I am okay. Mm. I am okay, <laughs> but she's not okay. And I know that she's going through some stuff. So instead of making it about me, Mm. like, are you okay, friend? Do you know what? Let me just send Mm. you some love. I'm gonna send you some love and some goodness. Anything I can do, come round, let's chill. Let's do that. Let let me speak some life into you. Like, it's not always about you. Like, it's never Mm. really that deep. (laughs)
1: Listen, I wish y'all could see her face right now. Because she's (laughs) expressing it. (laughs) But she's speaking the truth. It she is. I, I, no, I, just, I just, love the expression. I wish they could see, so they can feel and see it, because scissors on it. <laughs> you <laughs> should put out the visuals as well. We should. We should. we, we should, should start we're it <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. All right. All right oh, right. that's beautiful. Oh. All right. Yeah. So, uh shall we talk about books then?
0: Yeah. What? So we saw yeah because we saw like both of us love reading and i think even more so now because i'm starting to notice how much time i spend on my laptop like working from home then if you want to watch a series or something it's just not it like no i need to read more and i need to also become more intelligent so well, I we, mean,
1: sorry, we need, we need to become more. <laughs> <laughs> Ashay, <yeah. laughs>
0: so we wanted to ask you, because you've, you've got your own book club and it celebrates black authors. And we wanted Ashay. to ask what even made you want to start? Because it is something that is, you know, it's not out there as much as you'd like to think it is. Yeah.
2: Um, what I will say is that running a book club is not the easiest thing. Okay, because you have gotta decide what book you gotta keep up to date with it. I was like, I'm gonna do this monthly. Now I'm like, I I'm wanna do it bi-monthly. <laughs> I've got so many other things to do. It's so tough, like, to keep up with it, especially if you're doing it yourself. So, if anyone listening is signed up to my book club or signed up, just bear with me, please, bruh. Okay. <laughs> not that easy to decide what books you know you lot everyone's gonna be reading like that's a heavy responsibility but i decided to do it because it was at a time where um i think it was just after like george floyd was murdered Mm. and you know all the brands and stuff were getting exposed for being racist even though we knew it was the case um and i just thought what exactly but we're so used to it right like we're so used to these brands being racist. We kind of play our part to a certain extent and allow them to do it because we feel like this is, this is what it is instead of cussing them and exposing them as well. And I just thought the thing that we're missing, the thing that we're missing is (laughs) education. (laughs) A lot of people don't know stuff Mm. and even in our own community even in the black community yeah there are so many uneducated people about their own history Mm. and so because of it there's certain biases that really don't need to be there there's been biases between caribbean people and people that were born in africa because i'm not even going to say caribbean people aren't from africa
1: (laughs) another story let's not (laughs) even go there (laughs) because
2: that gets me angry biases between different complexions like as a light-skinned girl who is the lightest person in my family yeah (laughs) i have i've really struggled in my life with trying to like or feeling like I had to prove my blackness just in being super black and proud. I mm. mean, nothing's really changed, to be honest, but <laughs> I've, I've had an element of insecurity about my blackness because I'm so light-skinned in a family that is all darker than me, you know, where I've even been questioned by my own people about my blackness and telling me I'm not, basically I'm not black enough. So mm. I was just like, you know what, this is all like ideologies that's been passed down from our oppressor and we we shouldn't be holding it, we shouldn't be keeping it, we need to take this power back. And it's not just for black people, but it is celebrating black authors because we tell our stories um but other people from different nationalities and ethnicities can also relate to it and and learn from it as well because it's it's history it is. as well it so it's very important to do that and you've just inspired me to like do better with it and be more consistent with it it's not, it's not easy mate. It's so it's hard. Not,
1: <laughs> it's not easy so you run it all by yourself
2: well yeah i mean initially it was me and two friends but it's my face and my name on it and mm-hmm. they ain't checking they don't get <laughs> so when they want to slack off they're gonna do that and I can't force anyone to do anything they don't want to do or can't be bothered to do or it's too busy to do so I totally get it no shade to them just you know I need to yeah I need to make it happen properly so guys
1: who sign up in her book club we're definitely gonna check it out because um we were actually talking about like of course wanting to read more Mm. and just like um be also pushed because i'm also struggling lately to read more and i'm just finding ways to want to read more so Mm. whoever's listening please be patient with her okay it's not easy it's not easy she's a beautiful busy woman okay (laughs) can y'all give her give her some minutes she'll be coming up she'll be coming up so allow her and
2: good ideas for it it's gonna be good exactly
1: exactly exactly so Mm -hmm. any favorite book
2: of yours you wanna um there's one book it's not from a it's not from a black author though that's all right
1: yeah Yeah. I didn't know if we were
2: talking black author books
1: nah it's fine nah it's whatever you like yeah exactly
2: I've got like you know like the self-care self-help books like yeah those ones are really helpful like there's one called the one thing that was really helpful with me like organizing my life basically Mm -hmm. um also like nlp neuro-linguistic programming that's like when you really uh kind of analyze what you're thinking Mm. Mm. pocket book if you just you can get any but the subject is amazing but when it comes to fiction mm-hmm. there's a book <laughs> from an author called Murakami and it's called oh I know oh.
0: very TikTok. sorry,
2: sorry. <laughs> Did you like Murakami yeah yes what books have you read from him
0: the thing is I this is so annoying because I've read them because they're quite old like the ones yeah. that I've read so I yeah. can never remember the titles but I know the covers
2: yeah, but just in
0: general, I just, I love the books. But they're just so, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything out there that's comparable because it's,
2: they're just so different. It's so, it's like, I feel like he's telling us stuff as well in his books. Like, it's yeah. slightly poetry, <laughs> totally, it's quite spiritual. Like, I just love it, I love it. Catherine mm. on the Shore is my favorite one from him. And that follows, that's the one that follows the little boy who runs away from home who mm-hmm. was living with his dad who was like a millionaire or whatever and he goes on his journey and starts like going to this library and stuff mm-hmm. and then and it also follows like this old man who mm. was affected like as a kid by some weird thing i can't remember exactly where it was but it also kind of like brings in like certain historical moments in yeah it's
0: a, i feel like as well um because like you said there's so many it's a a novel but it intertwines so many topics Mm -hmm. and I also think if you're self-aware you can make those associations easily because sometimes I think we read we watch things without realizing everything is connected Mm. but the moment you choose to absorb something in a way where oh what is this actually telling me what is it teaching me you take reading you know a basic book to actually oh I've learned
1: something from this even
0: if it's not a real story you know
2: yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It's deep. His stories go deep, Susan. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Shoot. i'm yeah, definitely gonna ask Rihanna to hook me up with some yeah. recommendations. It's stuff. kind
2: of like a fantasy kind of thing, but mm. it's it's different. It's different. Also, I just thought of another one that is from a black author. It's called "Prisoner to the Streets," and it's from "Prisoner a- to the Streets." yeah it's from robin travis and he's actually a friend of mine i met him after he released the book basically it's just about the life of a young black boy in london um who was involved in like gang culture and a lot of like violent things who's Mm. he went to prison he went to prison in jamaica that's a whole nother situation like these lot Mm. have it easy (laughs) (laughs) you know and he's kind of come out of that life and he sees it from a totally new a totally new perspective now whereas before mm-hmm. he was so into it he was literally a prisoner to the streets and it's basically saying that like all of these boys who are getting caught up in all this gang violence and all this stupidness out here in these streets
0: mm-hmm.
2: and this postcode wars and all that stupidness it's really it's an act of ego you mm-hmm. know it's that you're doing things because you're thinking from the perspective of your, the people around you that are also trapped just like you mm-hmm. and they have to deal with so much trauma like a lot of these little boys have seen a lot in their lives that are very traumatic a lot of them have also been through a lot in their home lives as well but don't have the the knowledge or the self-awareness or the opportunity even to fully like look into it and realize exactly what it is a lot of them have ptsd Um, So he's just explaining that and he's been doing so well. Like he goes to prisons and like, I think it plays over like prison radio and stuff and he goes to schools and that. So it's an amazing book.
1: That's very inspiring. Interesting as well. Oh, nice. As we come to the end of our episode,
0: we want to encourage everyone to look after themselves. And you mentioned a couple self-care books and we always say that looking after yourself varies for everyone. So if you could share any of your tips that you do when you're feeling like you need a little recharge, I think everyone would like to hear them.
2: Yes. I also thought of another book. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: it's okay.
1: Go ahead.
2: Girl, girl. <laughs> no, it's all right. One, go wild.
1: Go wild. Go wild.
2: last one, honestly, I haven't even finished it, but I'm going to recommend it to you. I'm not going to lie. It's not, it's not fiction. It's not nonfiction even. It's not like, I mean, it nonfiction, but it's not about, like, a particular person. It is called Becoming Supernatural, and it's from a guy called Joe Dispenser. Have you heard of it?
1: I have. It's actually on my list to read. Um, I have
2: to read it. Perfect. Because, honestly, like, it talks about the the power of meditation, Mm -hmm. of how you think, energy, your aura, all of that stuff. But it talks about it from a scientific point of view. Because you know when you're talking about energy and stuff? Because... Mm don't see it mm. yeah they feel like butterflies and fairies and rainbows and all just like a lie these times mm. you can't see your radio waves you can't mm. see the waves coming from your wi
1: vibrations and not yeah you
2: there though because it's working on your phone so more people just need to be, understand and believe that this is a real thing energy is a real thing like you feel it every day mm-hmm. um So I definitely recommend that. I think that book is a very important book. But when it comes to like relaxing and well, meditation is number one for that for me, 100%. Like, oh, it's so good. It just proper centers me. I like if you can't like concentrate on meditating. And I think a lot of people feel like with meditation, it's just about like not thinking of anything. That Mm. is really hard in this day and age to not think of everything. Of anything so you can't Mm. put that pressure on yourself when you do think of stuff just allow yourself to think it and Mm. then just let it pass Mm. on by I'd say concentrate on your actual breathing like the actual breath coming into your nose and going out like actually concentrate on that and if you need to put on like frequency music or like well sounds or rain or something Mm. like that then Mm. do that as well so that's really special for me and journaling have, mm. has been really really helpful like and not just when I feel sad and angry when I feel happy as well I like mm. to write that down when I feel confused when I feel anxious when I feel grateful when I'm when I feel love I write it down and that's just a good way to kind of just let go of these emotions and and again center yourself and kind of like in a sense you're talking to yourself i don't feel like we talk to ourselves enough and fully check in we're so distracted so that's a good way to do it
1: if you could tell your 15 year old self something what would it be
2: i'd be like girl (laughs) (laughs) honestly i'll say trust your intuition Hmm. um don't don't go out with that boy yeah
1: because
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know what i don't regret anything really Mm. there was a time where i really did regret certain things um but it's taught me so much and i feel like obviously like it's made me who i am today so i would Mm. just say trust your intuition and um yeah don't be so hard on yourself and other people like Mm. just just chill out babes (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: and do it whatever it is you want to do just do it like there's really no reason not to mm.
1: shout out nike
2: mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <very much>. yeah.
0: <laughs> no we used to work at nike that's why exactly um, that's, <laughs> that's how we cool. met we used to work at nike oh um,
2: like what were you both doing
0: we just worked in retail at the at the store on oxford street
2: okay okay yeah oh. That's
0: so nice that you guys So we'd like to end each episode with a quote. Um, and today's quote is, deep breaths are like little love notes to your body. So like we said earlier, we want to encourage you guys to breathe. And if you're listening to this, you're going through a hard time or even a good time, just take your moment to center yourself. And then lastly, we'd like to say one thing that we're grateful for. I'll start today. So I'm grateful that my work offers equipment to help me because my back <laughs> pain is not it, okay and I'm really I'm just grateful that I have the opportunity to request for these things and I know that sometimes it can be really difficult and seem small but I really appreciate it because not all workplaces have to do that well they should but they don't so I'm just really grateful for that. And I really just want to take care of my body whilst working from home. And I think having that will enable me to do so.
2: Okay. No. Right. Yes.
1: What are you grateful for, beautiful?
2: Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go next.
1: No, no, no. It's all you now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be surrounded by amazing people who. Are really like going for what they want in life and who are open to learning and who are who are grateful for things as well and just carry such amazing energy, like yourselves and other people that I come into contact with in the creative industry, and just not in the creative industry as well, just in life, actually. I'm grateful to be able to connect with people the way that I have been recently, and it's really special to me.
1: Oh Shay, that's beautiful. Yeah, um, so I'm grateful for just um, diversity and uniqueness in individuals, and it's funny how that you just mentioned your gratitude as well, because I literally was going to say something similar, and I just loved how we are diverse in our style, but we deep down we're basically connected, and we might express it in different ways, unique ways, But it's just at the same time, we're just expressing the same thing, but in different ways. And I'm grateful to be in the presence of beautiful women as yourselves and that are able to inspire others to self-express while they self-express as well. So I'm really, really grateful for that. So, yeah, that's it for today.
0: Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in next week's episode. Peace.
1: (laughs) poof <laughs> that's
2: how I say bye a lot of the time I'm like yeah oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I I it